You're listening to the This Is How We See It podcast with your host, Eric Lee. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. Now, here's Eric. Thanks for tuning in to the show. I'm Eric Lee. Happy that you are here. I am glad that you have decided to spend just a little bit of your time with me today. So let's get to it. Today, I've got a couple of topics. It's not just one topic for me today. It's uh, a couple of topics. A lot has been happening um, last week, this week, and I want to talk about it. First of all, I want to thank everyone for their comments on last week's show about what do black women really think when they see black men with white women. I certainly appreciate it. Um, I'm just glad that people are listening to me. So, So thanks for, and listen guys, if you want to send me a message, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on LinkedIn. Also, you can send an email at this is how we see it at gmail.com. So let's get right to it. So my first story, I want to talk about a woman by the name of Khadija Brown. So she's a 28-year-old woman from Mississippi. She was arrested and charged with murdering her husband, Jeremy. So let me set it up. Deputies responded to the Brown residence about a domestic dispute just before 8 a.m. one morning. When they got there, they found a male victim dead from an apparent gunshot wound. He had been shot to death. According to deputies, the couple were in a heated argument that turned physical. Khadija, the wife, then pulled out a pistol and shot her husband, Jeremy, one time, killing him. Now, here is what really got me, guys. The entire incident was caught on Facebook Live. Talk about America's dumbest criminals. Y'all ever seen that show, America's Dumbest Criminals? You killed your husband and all of it is caught on Facebook Live. Police say that she had made a post approximately 30 minutes before the live video accusing Jeremy, her husband, of being bisexual to embarrass him. (laughs) The live video began with her talking about her husband not being at home to help with their kids. She and her mother go back and forth discussing how Jeremy is not around to help her with their four children before Jeremy walks in the door. Here's another thing, people. Keep your family out of your marriage. 
I don't think that there's anything wrong with, you know, if you're going through some things, I don't think there's anything wrong with talking to your mom or your sister and, you know, kind of, kind of getting some advice, but, but sometimes when you let people into your business, they actually make it worse than making it better. Because sometimes they can give you some advice and 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 it can kind of kind of screw your head up. Now, now listen, if your husband is beating you, tell your family. Tell your brother Jake and 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 Bobby and 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 Uncle Ted and tell everybody if he's putting his hands on you. But if he's not putting his hands on you, try to work it out. Try to work it out. Keep, keep a lot of people out of your business because sometimes people actually make it worse. They don't mean to, but but sometimes the emotion, and then that depends on how emotional you get when you're telling the story. So the husband walks in Jeremy as they are talking about him. So the, so the wife and the the mother-in-law her mother, are talking about him, and he walks in. He is on the phone, and Khadija tries to jerk the phone out of his hand. He then yells, don't touch me. I'll call the police over that. Khadija becomes more violent, and the mother jumps in. So now he's got to fight off the wife and the mother-in-law. Then there is a shot and the husband is dead. All caught on Facebook Live. Her desire to be internet famous, to be social media famous, you went up here to try to put your business out on Facebook, out out on social media to embarrass your husband, and now it has become the evidence that will help convict her. What is her defense? What are you going to say? Well, Your Honor, I didn't mean to kill him on Facebook Live. What is your defense? You can't say that you were being abused. You can't say that. All of it's caught on on video. And guess what, y'all? Mississippi has the death penalty. I have been saying this. Social media, it is a wonderful thing when it's used correctly. But people, stop telling all of your business on social media. Half of the people that you're you're telling it to don't care. They don't even have your best interest. They don't have your back. Half of them laughing at you because you're so stupid. This chick done messed around and killed her husband on Facebook Live. Social media has indeed made a lot of people famous in a good way. But for Khadija Brown, not so much. 
The Dalai Lama. Oh, Lord. The Dalai Lama is under fire after a video emerged showing him kissing a child on the lips and then asking him to suck my tongue at an event in northern India. In a statement Monday, the office for the Dalai Lama said he wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world, for the hurt his words may have caused, adding he regrets the incident. I bet you do regret the incident. I don't even know, honestly, guys, what to even say about this. Why would a grown man be even even thinking of something like this to say out of his mouth to a child? Suck my tongue? What in God's name is wrong with you? Since we're on the subject of inappropriate gestures towards children, how about the Kansas GOP bill that authorizes genital exams of school children? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about something else that should make you sick. So they are trying to make sure that transgendered students are not participating in female categories. Republican lawmakers who introduced the legislation suggested that it would be enforced during a physical examination, which critics have taken to mean a genital inspection. First of all, who's conducting the inspection? Is it a doctor? Because I know y'all not saying that y'all are letting a coach or a teacher or a principal pull your kids' pants down to make sure that they're girls. I know that's not what you're saying. The law, which will take effect on July 1st, prohibits biologically male students from participating as women or girls in sports, either in teams or female categories. However, it allows for mixed teams and for female students to participate in men's sporting events. So the boys can't participate with the girls, but the girls can participate with the boys. Now, I believe in a leveled playing field, people. I believe in a leveled playing field. Let the girls compete with the girls and let the boys compete against the boys. One of the things that I had kind of, you know, thought about, why don't they have like a trans sports league? Because to me, that's, the, that's like the only way that it's going to be fair. Why don't you start a trans sports league? I think people would be probably more open uh, to that. Now to the story that has been all over the news for the last two weeks. 
two black Tennessee State House representatives were expelled for protesting with their constituents on the House floor protesting gun violence. Justin Jones from Nashville and Justin Pearson from Memphis were expelled from the State House by the Republican majority. Here's the kicker, though. It wasn't just Jones and Pearson who were protesting on the House floor. Gloria Johnson, who is a white representative, was also protesting right beside them. But for some reason, she didn't get expelled. She somehow miraculously survived the vote by one. So the two black men expelled but the white woman that was protesting right beside them survived. She even said herself, probably has something to do with the color of my skin. So even this woman, even this woman says, I didn't get expelled because I'm white. Now, for those of you who have been listening to me, you know I do not think that everything is about race. I don't. But when it's obvious, let's call it out. I understand that everything, I don't believe that every time a black person is shot, I don't believe that it's always about race. A lot of times it is about race. And when it is about race, let's call it out. Let's expose it. So needless to say, the criticism was enormous because of this. Even though the Republicans who expelled them, who expelled them say it's not, most others say it is most definitely about race. How can you expel the two black guys but keep the white woman for doing the exact same thing? What else is there to think? And then people, people are always talking about, you know, you know, everything, y'all are making uh, race, everything. Well, stop making it about race. What's, what's, what's the old saying people say, you can't pee on my leg and then tell me it's raining. And then here we go with this systemic racism thing. There is still systemic racism in this country. And in this world, there are still people and some people who are powerful who still subscribe to the idea that the color of their skin makes them superior over others. And and like I told y'all a couple of weeks ago, I don't think it's ever going to change. I do not think that this, I don't think we will ever get rid of racism. People thought that because we had elected the first black 
president that somehow, some, you know, some way racism was over. Are you stupid? Racism will never be over. Racism is a evil. It is evil. My pastor said racism is sin. Because God has no respect of persons. He doesn't look at white people uh, more favorably than he looks at black people. He doesn't look at black people more favorably than he looks at white people or Asian people or Hispanic people. He does not. He tells us, he commands us to love. the. He says, and love thy neighbor as thyself. And when you have hatred in your heart for people, you are not, you are not spreading the love of Christ. I don't care, you know, the title that you have bestowed upon yourself, that you're a Christian. So many people are Christians in name only, but your life is far from it. You can't love... Here's another scripture. How can you love God who you have never seen and hate your brother who you see every day? It's not possible. According to the Tennessee Constitution, since there is more than 12 months until the next general election in November 2024, a special election will be held to fill the seats. So if you get expelled, if a, if a state, legislate, uh, state legislator gets expelled in Tennessee, they have to have a special election. Tennessee law allows for the appointment of interim House members to fill the seats of expelled lawmakers until an election is held by local legislative bodies. In Jones's case, the local legislative body is the Metropolitan Council of Davidson County in Nashville. For Pearson, the local legislative body is the Shelby County Board of Commissioners in Memphis. As of Monday, this past Monday, Justin Jones has been reinstated to the legislature. And on Wednesday of this week, Justin Pearson was reinstated as well. So this whole thing backfired. Y'all went through all of this for nothing. Because I bet you anything when that, that special election happens, these two men are probably going to be elected again. And Justin Jones, I was looking at some of his some of his um, his speech. He was saying that how there are white. There was one white Republican who was accused of of uh, domestic violence. He didn't get voted out. Another one was 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 in had some type of sexual misconduct case against him. He didn't get voted out. But the two black guys that are talking about we must do something about gun violence, they get they get expelled. Well, now they're back. And so, you know, we'll be watching Tennessee very closely. Found out that Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas has been receiving lavish gifts 
from GOP mega donor Harlan Thomas for years. He spent more than two decades treating Thomas and his wife Jenny to lavish vacations, trips on his super yacht, and rides on his private jet. Now, Thomas said that the reason he hasn't disclosed any of this, which apparently is what Supreme Court justices are supposed to do, if something is over, is a, if a gift or something is over a certain amount, they are supposed to disclose this. Okay. Thomas said that the reason he hasn't disclosed any of this was that Crow and his wife are among their dearest friends and that he was told that such personal hospitality from close friends did not need to be reported on annual disclosure forms. Really? Really? Here's the problem that people are having with it. How do we know that all of these gifts were not given so that Thomas would rule a certain way that Crow wanted him to? This is the problem. The Bible says, abstain from the very appearance of evil. Shun the very appearance of evil. And this is the problem right here. How do we know? How do we know that that he didn't give you all this stuff and, and fly you all around the world so that you can rule the way he wanted you to do it? That's the issue. It appears to be wrong. It, 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 it looks like it smells. So we'll see whether or not people have been calling for him to resign. Well, of course, the Democrats are going to recall uh, to call for him to resign. But I really think he should. I mean, where's the integrity now? Now to local news, Trisha Cotham who is a North Carolina, North Carolina legislator, she switched her party last week from Democrat to Republican. Okay, she was elected as a Democrat and then switched it as uh, she went to the other side. And, and, and here's, here's what she said. This is the reason that she said she did it. Someone on social media criticized her for using the American flag and the praying hands emoji on her, so she has the American flag on her car, which she's a local, you know, politician, okay? America, we live in America. But she says that she gets, she got criticized for using the flag and the praying hands emoji on social media. So she has, so she has switched her party because of, because of that criticism, lies, lies, and more lies. Ain't nobody going to switch party affiliations because they were criticized on social media. You're lying, Trisha. This was planned. Now, this move gives the Republicans a supermajority that can override any veto by the governor, who happens to be Democrat, of course. 
I think it is a betrayal of the people who elected her. They sent her to the legislature as a Democrat and she betrayed them. But here is what I am certain. I am certain of this. When that next election comes around, I don't think you're going to see Miss Tricia no more. I don't think you're going to see her no more because she was elected in a mostly Democrat uh, area. And I don't think they're going to elect her anymore. There should be a law against that. Honestly, guys, you should not be able to switch parties until the next election. It is a betrayal of the people who voted for you. Now, here's, 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 here's my last thing. And this thing right here, I got to tell y'all, I, I don't think I've ever heard anything like it. A middle school teacher in Florida has been arrested and charged with organizing fights in her classroom. 23-year-old Angel Footman, a teacher at Griffin Middle School in Tallahassee, Florida, is facing charges for allowing her students to fight each other. According to documents, several sixth-grade girls told detectives that they participated in planned fights during school hours, and they alleged they were invited back for additional fight. This chick is running a fight club in school. They also reported that Footman made statements including 30 seconds, no screaming, no yelling, and no phones. You know how the, 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 the boxing guy gives the rules, the referee gives the rules before the fight? This is what this chick, this chick is doing. You only got 30 seconds to beat the stew out of each other. You can't scream, you can't yell, and you can't, you can't put it on, you can't video it. A detective indicates in a probable cause affidavit that he reviewed videos and identified footmen sitting on her desk, failing to intervene, and making statements including no screaming, no nothing, and stop pulling hair. So the same thing that these girls told the detectives that that footman was saying, they got her on video saying it. The documents also said that there is no record of footmen reporting the fights to administrators. So she didn't even, of course she didn't report it. How's she going to report it? She's the ringleader. She's the Don King. So of course she ain't going to uh, report it. Now she, of course, is denying the charges. Okay. Surprise saying that she did not organize the fights, but she failed to call for help or intervene. So I didn't, I didn't start it, but I just didn't do anything about it. You're just as guilty. You're just as guilty. And best wishes with that defense. That's my time, guys. Thank you for tuning into the show. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. 